Welcome everybody back to the Marketing Checklist Viewcast. We're Sharon and Hank Uloff from Uloff Creative Marketing Solutions. When you're looking to solve those marketing, sales, human resource challenges, we are the small business coaches that you call. On this Viewcast, you will meet and learn from successful entrepreneurs who are out there making it happen right now. Yep, here's how it works. We have sent pre, well, we have pre-sent several questions. If you watched several episodes, you probably figured this out. We send the same questions to everybody. Uh, so we're able to share with you the very best information and you get an idea of how all these successful people are doing it right now. Here's the kicker. The interview itself will be just seven minutes and 21 seconds long. 721, that sounds familiar. That's our anniversary. <laughs> That's why it's seven minutes, 21. So uh, let's get started. Why don't you introduce our guest today? Our guest today is Lindsay McNeil from Lean In Design. Oh, cool. We've been looking forward to having Lindsay on for a little while. <laughs> Finally made it work. So yes. right, are you ready? I'm ready. Awesome. We can go on the clock as soon as you ask the first question. Okay. Uh, keeping in mind, we only have a three-story building. What is your elevator story? I help companies foolproof their existence. I do so by working with them to align everything about their core identity and solidify that into a resulting foolproof existence. Wow. Cool. So give us a little more. What's your business really all about? My business is really all about people. So many different companies fail to launch, fail to transform, fail to make things happen. And oftentimes it's because there's not a lot of things that factor human beings as a part of the business. Maybe while they were originally looking at their target market and what kind of market fit that they had, there were some things and facts that they missed. The mm -hmm. approaches, the techniques and tools behind, not everyone is trained up in, but people in my field really are. So helping organizations with efforts such as that to make sure that they have product market fit, they have the opportunity to adopt, or that they might even have the ability to scale if they've got started and now they're ready to go forward with something new. Awesome. awesome. So why should our listeners flock to you? Because I'm about people. Um, I, I really am. I aim to empathize. I look to work with people who are in service, making sure that they are in service for their customers, with their customers, not just to their customers, and getting into what is better off for us as sustaining into the future. So making sure that solutions that we put together are things that can be around for a long time with us as humanity for a long time. You know, you gave us a really good example. We were talking before we started recording about the people that that the people didn't want to pay their bill. What did you and you you had a really cool story about that? The I got my start working with different medical practices back in the day, and one of the medical practices I was working with, uh, they had trouble getting people to pay the bill on site before leaving. They found themselves having to mail them a bail after the fact. Well, after just a half day of watching people like run by the front office desk, I knew exactly what the problem was. There was a boar's head set, like actually mounted on the wall by the receptionist who collected payment. So yeah, people, the few people who stood there pretended like it wasn't there. And <laughs> most people just ran right by it because it was a dead animal with large tusks staring at you while you're paying your bill. <laughs> so yeah, letting them out, just remove that and people will be happy to stand there and pay you. And that's what happened, right? Wow. exactly what happened <laughs> see it's that well second set of eyes that Lindsay gave that that made their job yeah. easier truly mm -hmm. 
Okay, so what tips can you give our listeners who may maybe it's on a boar's head? Yeah, besides <laughs> getting rid of the boar, the dead, besides getting rid of yeah. the dead animals. So biggest tip I can give is be consistent. And that means more than just you're looking for feel. Everything about your brand, much like your personality, it's who you are. It's how you represent. The images that you use to convey who you are, the language that you use to convey about your company, the way that your team communicates with people, the types of language you have in your social media and on your website, all of that is brand. And making sure that that is consistent, that that people kind of like when they're dealing with you as a human being, they know they're that they're dealing with you and maybe you're having an off day because it's constantly dealing with you the same way. For your brand, it's the same. So be consistent. Total agreement. Yeah. What's an amusing job title for what you do? The funniest uh, job I ever had was Geek Speak Translator. And that was often because the tech guys would say these things and I would be the one in the office like explaining to the executives, okay, they're talking about this, but here's what that means for you. <laughs> Excellent. Wow. Excellent. Yes. Let me rephrase that in words we can all understand. <laughs> yes. They just said your server went down. Yeah, you're not making money right now. <laughs> <laughs> what are the yeah. most common questions that people ask you about your business? What is it that I do? Uh, heck, even my mother thinks I'm in marketing. Um, my field has a bit of a... Um, identity problem, uh, marketing problem, which is ironic since we were, yeah. you know, came out of marketing. And if it wasn't for marketing, my field wouldn't exist, um, but Norcrest toothpaste, but anyway. Um, so what I find myself explaining to people is I, I frankly ask them like, okay, you guys, when was the last time that you used something you didn't like using it? Mm -hmm. Was there a time? Probably, but nothing readily comes to mind. You know, I, I have one. There's, there's a particular type of, of dental floss oh. that when Sharon ends up getting that brand, they break really much easier. But if it's the only, okay. you know, if it's the only type that's available, she gets it because, you know, better than nothing. But yeah, yeah. when I see that bag, it's like, oh, it's going to so be So you go to one. use it and it just breaks? Completely. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they didn't hire someone like me to make sure that that product would stand up to the way people like you would use it. Oh yeah, completely. clearly. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And and if I and if it wasn't a litigious society, I would say what brand it is, but we're not going to. Um, what what was a most unexpected thing you've encountered besides a boar's head? The thing is, is nowadays there isn't so much an unexpected thing because I've encountered so many things from um, an airplane lug nut that apparently a doctor took off of someone. Wow. Just, just don't ask where it was um, to uh, a, a company that didn't understand that, hey, when you take your clients out to a strip club, they're of course going to harass your female employees um, to, wow. yeah, I, I'm not kidding. I've seen so much. There, there really isn't anything I haven't encountered. Um, so yeah, there's really nothing that phases me. Ironically, if I ever walked into a place and I got to see Cowboy Bebop playing on the TVs, that would excite me in a good way. <laughs> Duly noted. Uh, <laughs> is there a four letter word that best describes your business? Salt. Excuse me? Um, okay, we've salt. never had that one. Why salt? salt Salt is an ingredient you use in cooking. Salt is an ingredient you, that you use to preserve. 
it's something that's foundational, it's fundamental, and whether you know it or not, you use it to transform things, to flavor things, and to actually keep them connected and working. Huh. So you're the salt I for like a, you're the salt for a business. Well, yes, you're, you're helping them add the right flavor. You're helping bring things together that way. I love that. Mm-hmm. Let alone it's even ensuring salt. it's the right recipe. Yep. Salt helps dough rise. Yes, which she does. She yes. helps the business's dough yeah. rise. rise. I'll be <laughs> yes. Wow, we're, we're going to hear that. that. We're going to hear that. We're going to hear that in one of our elevator speeches. I'm the baker for your business. I make your dough rise. I like that. I, I, I'm going to. We're going to see her. We're going to hear her on Clubhouse, and that she, she's going to come with that and one of her one of her things. Um, what about your business makes you the happiest? Helping people. Um, one of the projects I got to work on um, early on in the pandemic was a thing with a psychology practice who was putting out a tool to help people, especially early on in the pandemic, just make sure that they were taking care of their own mental health, understanding it was okay to work on that and getting to work with a lot of people who have extremely high PhDs, who obviously know their craft, know what they're talking about and helping them to deliver it in a way that makes sense and can be digestible to really anyone in any country and still accessible to anyone in any country. And that was a lot of fun and exciting for me. So that's the real joy that I, and the spark that I get out of it is that ultimately you're always helping those humans at the end of the chain or somewhere in the middle of the line. Absolutely. And going back to nursery school, what did you learn in nursery school that helps you now? Color theory, uh, how colors play together. Kind of like when we were talking earlier on about green, is it a blue base green or a yellow base green? Um, It ties back into brand, it ties back into so many things in life. Um, Frankly, it kind of breaks my heart to even know people who are going to school for colorists aren't necessarily learning color theory because that's the kind of thing that's fundamental to so much. And yeah, I still use it to this day. So maybe math, but no, color theory. But for those of you watching the viewcast, in a few episodes, if you see me with a different colored hair, you'll know that the conversation started just before we went into this interview. <laughs> is is there a number one fantasy lead you could receive from from this interview today? For the longest time, for me, it was Nike. Yeah. But now I'm feeling like Disney. Oh. Um, Nike. I, I, that was like a dream client of mine because everything I had seen happening for them on uh, their social EQ, their um, uh, whole empathy EQ, all of that was just like going in so many different strange directions that that's really the kind of client I can usually work with and really help them get better. Mm-hmm. But a lot of what I'm seeing happen with Disney and a lot of what's coming out around Disney, it's kind of like, oh, that would be a fun one. That would be a really fun one to get involved with. And yeah, I see them trying to make changes and shifts. And so that would be a really interesting one to get involved with and how everything aligns and how they actually come out as a cohesive brand yeah. all the way out and cohesive interactions. So how did you know that that customer experience and service, how did you know this was your calling? I never knew that this was my calling. Um, I didn't know about this field. I uh, started as a mimic singer. My mom tried to get me on Star Search and they wouldn't let me because I, uh, or wouldn't take me because I didn't sound, I didn't have a unique sound. I sounded like the radio. Um, But that got me into singing for different songwriters and other people who 
wanted to hear what it was like to hear what they had written for someone else and uh, in someone's specific voice. I also found myself working in other ways as a mimic, but in my early twenties, I ruptured my vocal cords hmm. and I found myself going to the doctors and being like, okay, let's give me talking again. But there were a lot of perceptions back then that if someone couldn't speak, they were deaf. So I had a lot of people yelling at me thinking that I was deaf and thinking that that would mean I could understand what they were saying. Um, I had a lot of doctors who thought I was being belligerent. And so they would be really gruff until they read in my chart, oh, you can't talk. And then they were a little more uh, accommodating. Um, so yeah, I, I found myself seeing that early turn and then seeing that they would take upwards of 17 hours or 30 minutes just to get a certain kind of exam ordered for me or whatever they needed to do and the frustration the doctor was having and then the frustration their nurses were having because what I did tearing my vocal cords was unique. It wasn't exactly your run of a mill problem. So they were having all of these problems trying to help me with my problem. By the end of it, I had a year of just watching them go through all this nightmare for them. And of course it wasn't easy for me, but I just naturally pivot into thanking a lot of these doctors for helping me be able to learn how to talk again, get to the point I could talk again. And unfortunately not really sing, but kind of. Um, and most of them took me up on it. I got to work with many of them on their own practices, making things for them better as a physician, making things for their front office and back office better, and by extension for their patients better. And I didn't know it then, but that was service design. That was process design. And I've been in it ever since. Wow. Um, is there a, um, an, a, an ideal joint venture partner that you'd want to work with? Is there some, you know, who's who's going to be listening to this and watching this that thinks, oh, we can do that together? <laughs> so ideal to me, that feels a little too like cumulus clouds, but any agency, any um, uh, anyone who's out there as an actual service provider, sincerely in service to their customers, those are my ideal clients because it is about, okay, there's an offering that's being put together. There's something being provided and helping them coming on board, either working in conjunction with them for their client or working in addition with them with their client. There have been quite a few coaches and counselors that I've worked with with their customers. There have been either marketing agencies or consulting firms that I've worked with for their customers. Those really, I find, are an ideal avenue for me to work with because they're already familiar with what benefit I can give their customers, not necessarily my methods, but the power that can be given for their customers. Wonderful. So as we as we wrap up here, if somebody wants to continue the conversation with you, uh, do you have an offer that, that could make that conversation start? Yes. On my website, leanindesign.com, they can set up a 30-minute session with me. And for the first half, we can go through on what it is they're looking for, what it is they're doing, just a quick little 15 minute consultation. And we can use the last half and get into the details of what they've done so far, the direction they're taking, and I can give them some advice on how to step that forward towards a more human-centered process. I have a feeling that, that if that appointment goes a little long, you're not gonna make their experience shut off directly at 30 minutes, are you? No, I've never been one to uh -huh. cut the line, no. Yeah, I, I can't imagine that that would be that would be a you thing. You, you're you're one of those that I'm sure has buffer time at the end because you know what the experience is like. 
it just just a little <laughs> yeah that's what that's what Lindsay's all about so um now we, we've hit our time point our time awesome zone. and look at that we hit it awesome. right on the nose well done once again sweet so um again that that website is leaninindesign.com yep that's an easy one. Yes. Cool. So go connect with Lindsay. Uh, make sure you connect with us at howtogetthereFaster.com. Yep. You can sign up for your own free 30-minute success call. And most small business owners that take advantage of that report back that it was worth at least $10,000 to them in, in increased sales or in uh, changing some of the things that they've been doing in their marketing. And so. if you want to be on the ViewCast as well, then please make sure that you let us know during that successful call at howtogetthereFaster.com. Yep. Clearly, we have a customer experience uh, <laughs> thing that we need to work on because the cat jumped the right, right into the middle. It's hard to see around her. Yeah, is there. So <laughs> thanks for being with us, Lindsay. And for those of you that Thank are you watching, uh, thanks for watching and, and go on to another episode. And if you want to be on again, connect with us at theviewcast.com. See you later, everybody.